Hey there, friends. Welcome to the CFC Leadership Podcast, where we focus on everything campus ministry, college ministry, and young adult ministry related. Whether you're already working in one of these ministry areas, thinking about starting a ministry, or just have a burden for this age group, this podcast is meant just for you. I'm your host, Kyle Austin, and now it's time to join with us in today's conversation. So spring semester has come to an end and graduation is over. Right, you did it. Uh, the semesters are busy, uh, and sometimes we can get to the end of the spring semester and graduation, and we put campus ministry out of our mind until about the first or second week of August. Uh, but I don't want us to do that. I believe the summertime is a great opportunity for us to do certain things that will prepare us, honestly, for a very easy and good launch of the fall semester. So what I want to do in this episode is just give you just a quick summer checklist of some ideas and thoughts that you can implement over your summer to make the best use of your time. Now, now you may already do some of these things. You may just pick up one or two ideas. That's great. We just want to be a resource to you. These are just some things that I've learned over the years and have implemented. And honestly, every summer it's a little bit different. I'm always trying different things, new things to see what may help me personally, help us as an entire ministry. But uh, here's the first one is this to number one, rest and relax. I mean, we are governed by the school calendar. You've been running 120 miles an hour. You've been meeting maybe an extra night per week. You've been doing extra activities, extra outreach. So your schedule has been maxed out with your other responsibilities. If you have family, whatever it is. So please take time to rest and relax and do not feel guilty about it. Sometimes we're like, well, other people around me are doing this still. They're busy. But you have to remember, while maybe they're not doing what we're doing during the fall and spring semester, the flip-flop, they're not doing what we're doing in the summer. We're not doing what they're doing in the summer. So don't feel guilty about it. Jesus teaches us consistently through scripture that we need times to get away. Constantly he was getting up into a mountain apart from the disciples, apart from a busy day of ministry to rest, to relax, to spend time with his father so that he would be ready and he'd be prepared and he'd be filled up spiritually, mentally, physically in order to go out and do ministry. So take the time, whether it's a day, whether it's a week, whether it's just a little bit of periodic time throughout the summer to hit the reset button to relax, and to refresh. Another idea I would say would be to have a leadership team meeting. Even, yes, at the very end of the semester, absolutely. Whatever workers you have that are laboring with you, if uh, you have officers there, your student leaders, um, if they're already gone, let's jump on a phone call or a Zoom meeting with them. But let's do a debriefing meeting to kind of find out where what they saw, how things went from their eyes and from their perspective. Because many times there will be ideas that they have that they thought thought about through the semester, and they can help us as we begin to plan over the summertime uh, to know uh, how to plan, what to plan for. So that's very, very uh, beneficial, very helpful as we do that to get their input, because it'll help you to implement those ideas while or over the summertime as you're thinking, you're planning, and so forth. And maybe you want to give some type of resource or a book over the summertime that they could read since there's, you know, the time uh, uh, dedication is not there. It's a little bit different. And uh, what you want to do is create in them the passion that you have for college ministry, campus ministry, and for students. And many times it may be a book, it may be a podcast, it may be some just simple things like that that you could give them over the summertime. The next thing I would say is to do this is to plan, right? How do we plan? Well, first we want to pray and meditate. 
And I'm trying to emphasize just you relaxing, refreshing, but find some times when you can just get alone quiet place, maybe 30 minutes, maybe an hour, maybe a day, uh, maybe during a vacation, whatever it is that you can just really get quiet, get alone, maybe a notepad, your iPad, whatever you write and kind of take notes on and just begin to think about this past semester, this past year, how many years you've been laboring in campus ministry, how things have been going, and just begin to think and write down thoughts, ideas. And then as you begin to go a little bit further from the prayer and meditation stage, you begin to establish specific goals for the upcoming year. So for us, we're going to begin planning fall semester, spring semester uh, this June. Here in a couple weeks, we'll take a week, uh, the first week of June, and really sit down, me and my wife, and we just hash out uh, a lot of information. We've already had our debriefing meeting with our leadership team. They brought a lot of excellent, excellent ideas, things I didn't see, I didn't perceive, things I did. We talked about a lot of stuff, so I got a lot of ideas and thoughts from them that I can now go into my vision week or my planning week or my planning day, however you want to do it. But begin early. I encourage you. I know it's easy right now just to write it all off and kind of wait because I'm sure you've got other things, summer camps. I, you know, I don't know what your, your schedule uh, involves, but I know our summer gets very busy with traveling and different summer uh, meetings and so forth. Uh, but you want to just go ahead and begin planning to begin establishing some specific goals for next year. And I say specific, uh, not just general, yeah, we want to reach the campus, yeah. Okay, what do you want to see grow? Is, is it a number? Is it your Bible study? Is it a certain community on campus that you would like to be able to reach, whether it be Greek life, a sports team? Are there certain outreach table ideas that you would like to implement? Uh, so go ahead and be let, writing out specific goals that you want to see achieved that you can share with your leadership team come August. Uh, you can share you know, with your wife, your spouse, however, whoever you're laboring with. Um, and then go ahead and schedule. We will begin to schedule our fall calendar here in June. Now, you, of course, you can wait till July and August. I'm just, I've learned over the years, the longer I wait, the more stressful it is uh, because I'm always going to be making some changes, uh, adapting different things come August, but I want to go ahead and lay it out. I want to find the sports if I'm a, I have a football school, so I want to find out the football schedule and then begin implementing my schedule. The nights will be meeting, outreach events on, t on campus during the day, activities, service uh, activities that we'll be doing. And I may not specifically know what they are, but I want to go ahead and pencil them in on the calendar so I know it's there and we can begin working through that. And so as you do that, you'll begin to schedule your fall calendar. Sometimes you may want to schedule your spring. Uh, we'll, we'll kind of do that generally. Uh, but then work on your vision, okay? Uh, maybe you want to have a one, three, five-year plan uh, for campus ministry. I encourage, I do that for my life, uh, for our family, and I and I do that for, for ministry. And I encourage you maybe to do that for your ministry, for where do you want to see, what do you want to see accomplished next year? What do you want to see accomplished in three years? What do you want to see accomplished in five years? And it's very helpful to keep vision alive. It's very helpful to see uh, the accomplishments, to see what God has done. That way you can trust and uh, ask God for greater things things. And so uh, you want to plan, spend some time planning. This may be done like in a week. It may be done periodically over the summer. But I say this, the earlier you can do it, the better. And we will be doing ours here uh, in a week. And we'll try to get as much done as we can. Of course, we'll come back and implement different things and different ideas and stuff that God will reveal to us uh, throughout the summer. 
And then you also, I guess, is your planning also, does your school have any summer uh, orientations that you can be a part of? Ours does. We'll be able to be at some summer orientations where parents and students are coming through. There's been some specific years where we've had students that are here for summer uh, jobs or summer school, and we've met for Bible study, but that changes uh, year to year. So as far as your planning, do you need to carry something through the summer? You may not. So if you don't, use it as a good time to plan. And then number five, I would say this, really number four, I'm sorry, is to read. Right. Read for personal growth. Read for read leadership books. Read books on apologetics. Read books specifically to campus ministry. I believe that'll help you to fuel the fire in you to develop the passion. Um, I always during the summertime, I always say, "Okay, here's summer. We've just began Memorial Day, right? Yesterday." or two days ago, and uh, I always want to set aside, these are the books I want to work through, and I try to strategically kind of say, okay, these are books for personal growth, these are books for leadership that I'm interested, these are my apologetic books that are going to help me with talking with students, engaging students, and I've got all those laid out, and I've got a goal that I want to uh, try to meet, and then I've got my campus ministry specific books, and I definitely want to read those, but I love to read a few of those right before the fall semester starts, just to light my fire, to get me excited. Excited. Uh, biographies are good also to read uh, during that time. Of course, you you know you have you have the books that you like to read, you desire to read, whether it's fiction, nonfiction. But definitely read some personal growth because you and I cannot take the students in the campus ministry any further than we are where we are spiritually. And so it's important that you and I are on a consistent journey to be a greater follower of Jesus Christ. And as we go on that journey, we'll be able to take people with us. And then those campus ministry-specific books are vitally important to light the fire that's inside of our soul. And then number five, I would say this, to dream big. Let me ask you just a couple of questions. What do you want to see God do on your campus? I mean, really, what is it that you want to see God accomplish on your campus? What are some goals that seem this, over the top? You see, what needs to be done on your campus, but you are totally inadequate to do it? These are the big dreams that I'm encouraging you and challenge you and myself to begin to write down and to put that into our plan and share that with your leadership team or whoever works with you, your, your student officers. Let them know what your dreams are, what, what you want to see God accomplish. Because let's, yeah, we can go in and do the same exact thing uh, for this upcoming school year that we did last year. And that's good. But we understand God desires growth. God desires for the gospel to go out. God desires to reach this generation with the gospel, to give them truth. And so as you think about what you've learned, what didn't work, what did work, where can we be more effective? Where can we be more efficient in our ministry in reaching people with the gospel? So let's not just say, okay, it was great last semester or last school year. Let's just do duplicate that again. No, let's, let's uh, dream a little bit bigger. And it's not necessarily about more people or higher numbers. I mean, that's great if that occurs, but what could God really do on your campus as far as giving you an open door with a sports team, allowing you to be a chaplain, God opened up the door with Greek life somewhere, allowing you to minister to international students, to see X amount of students saved, uh, to be able to see these outreach tables be very successful as you're engaging students that maybe you need more workers. And so that's your dream. You need more laborers because because you know if you had more people, then you could be more effective and reach more students. So what I want to say is uh, dream big and include those in your plan. 
include those in your schedule, right? As we begin planning out our fall semester, we don't want to just write them down on a piece of paper, begin thinking, okay, God, I'm going to trust you for this event. I'm going to trust you for this idea that I know you believe in because it's trying to reach students. Uh, you know, for us, we've got some events that we want to see happen, and some of them are events I've never done before. And so guess what? I'm scared. I'm intimidated, right? The ones I've done and I've seen that are, they are successful, okay, we can, we can redo those. We can re-implement those, and we can fine-tune them. We can try to make them as best as possible. But I'm trying to think outside of the box. I don't know if you realize, I know you do, but this generation today that's going to be freshmen, sophomores, in comparison to the generation 10, 11 years ago when I first began doing campus ministry, is completely different. The issues they're facing, the way they've been brought up, the way they view things, the way they communicate, the way they handle things is completely different. And so what that means is ministry for you and I, in comparison to 10, 11 years ago, is going to be different. And so we're going to have to adapt ourselves to different means and ways of reaching students and engaging students. And so as I'm saying that, uh, dream really big and don't be scared to do that. Don't rest on what has been done. Go big for God on your campus. And then uh, number six, I would say this, to purchase resources and promotional material as early as possible. I know a lot of times uh, we wait, we have groups that, you know, call first of August and start getting all that going. And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, for us, we're going to be begin ordering some stuff and preparing for stuff uh, middle of June, July. Uh, one, we can space it out budget-wise, but then we know what we have. We begin to working through our plan. Okay, we're going to need that resource. We're going to need these outreach or promotion emotional materials to really get the name of the ministry out. Of course, some stuff you'll just have to buy, you know, as you go along. But I would encourage you to go ahead and get those orders in. All this does is keep you from being stressed and strapped for time and running around like a chicken with her head cut off, right? Trying to get all of it ordered and done and planned and scheduled and all that in August when we already know we're launching into a busy season. Let's go ahead and pre-do a lot of that, pre-order, pre-plan, however you want to look at it. Number seven, I would say this, appeal for workers. I'm sure if I asked you, hey, could you use more help? You would absolutely say, yes, I could use more help. And so take the summertime, if your pastor will let you, or just within you know, your young adult class, uh, within the church, however you can, and just begin to appeal for workers. Let them know what has been done. Share the excitement, the great victories, all that God has done on campus this past year, past semester, and all of that. And then cast vision, exciting vision for what you want to see God do. Remember those big dreams you have? Don't be scared to share those. You say, well, if I share them, then maybe I've got to, yeah, make yourself accountable. That's why I like to share stuff with our leadership team or my wife, because then I'm accountable. If I said, hey, I, I know we should do this. It's a little intimidating. And I share that with someone. It makes me accountable. So cast vision and begin appealing now, not August 15th. But begin appealing in June, July, and early August for workers and see who you can get that would have interest, that would like to be involved with you. And that way you can spend a little time also training them to let them know what to do, how to do, 
And I think that's always great to continue doing with our leadership teams. And then, of course, if you have a young adult class there uh, that you're over, you know, maybe you're doing campus ministry and you're young adult, uh, focus on the young adult class a little bit more than maybe you could when school's in session. And on your out-of-town college students, maybe make some extra time there to build relationships with them, love on them, uh, try to encourage them. I know this ministry is a constant transition. You're transitioning from spring semester while your local students are away. Then you go to Christmas and you've got your local, you know, campus students are gone, but you're away. You're, I get so hard, right? To even say it. Your home college students come back that are away. Then you go in the spring semester, it does the same. And then summer comes and you've got this other transition where all your, you know, if you're at ECU, all your ECU students are gone, the vast majority of them, and you have all your away students come back and they're there for two or three months. They have busy schedules. So it's just constant transition. Plus people are constantly coming in as freshmen into your ministry and people are usually graduating out through marriage or different life stages and so forth. So it's just a constant transitionary ministry. Um, so appeal for those workers and uh, navigate and really uh, uh, dedicate is what I'm trying to say, some good attention to your young adult ministry, building it up, getting ideas from them, casting vision to your class uh, so that they can get involved. And I would say this, enjoy the summer Lastly, yes, fall semester will get here very soon. So make the most of your summer so that you're this, you're rested, you're refreshed, and you are ready to reach your campus for Christ. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast has been helpful to you, please share it with a friend or subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com. 